Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Cash All Podcast. We are in our second episode from our three-episode series of The Stigma of a Gamer. Last week we talked about, is it okay to be a gamer? And of course it is. This week we're talking about gaming in schools. Next week is about online gaming and the relationships made in that arena. So like I said last week, was all about the baggage that comes with being a gamer. Today, where does it fit in schools? Or does it fit in schools? Esports is growing in popularity. You see it on TVs. There are schools that are incorporating esports and extracurricular activities. Um, You can see people getting college scholarships for esports. You'll see the competitions... Uh, where you have multiple people setting up, you know, at their at their machines, and then they kind of have the overall view of the game, and they have announcers for it. It's pretty interesting to watch. Uh, people in my community uh, know that I like to game. I've, I've mentioned that before. Uh, they know I teach technology, so it's a natural connect the dots. That I've been asked many times, multiple times, I, would, I don't know if I'd say many, but multiple times for my interest in starting or sponsoring a gaming club or an esports team at the school where I teach. One could safely assume that I'm all in, but guess what? They would be wrong. <gasps> Dramatic sound. I know, kind of crazy. So let me explain. As mentioned in the previous episode, I used to be, in not last episode, but early, earlier episode, uh, I used to be a football coach and loved coaching football. And at the time, I didn't think there would be anything in the world that would get me out of it. And then started a family, have a child, being away at practices and games and, you know, leaving basically in the summer, starting the season and then saying, see you all in Thanksgiving, you know, I hated missing time with my family. Uh, Time right now is very precious to me. It's my time, you know, and it might sound selfish to some, but I really don't care. We're given a limited amount of time, and I want to spend as much of it as possible on my terms doing what makes me happy. And spending time with my wife and daughter and our dog makes me the most happy. So no regrets on that. Um, But this podcast, it's it's not about the personal moral dilemma of work versus life. So I want to give the other reason. I just wanted to be honest up front. That is a reason why I don't do this, and that's a big reason why I don't want to be um, a sponsor or coach of those activities. But I want to tell you another big reason why, where even if I wasn't coaching, or, or if I, you know, hadn't given up coaching and I, and I was a single person without a family, 
I still would not want to do this um, sponsorship of this club. And so now I'm going to explain why. So like I said, gaming is great. Said that last episode. Gave many reasons for it. An entire podcast dedicated to why you shouldn't be ashamed for being a gamer and why, you know, it's perfectly acceptable and it's awesome. Uh, But I do think a number of people spend too much time with it. It can be addicting. Anything in life can be addicting, you know, if you let it. And I think there are some times you need to spend a little bit of time unplugged. Uh, The conversations I've had with people, you know, who, who game a lot, some of them, you know, they would stay up too late it might have been former students. It might have been, you know, who come back and tell me, yeah, if I, I, I played too much games when I was in high school. You know, um, it affects their school. It can affect kids' attendance, their concentration, their effort, their, their performance in, in their classes. If they're up too late playing games or if they're dedicating too much time playing games. Um, It is important to find other things to do. I did mention that last episode as well. I love gaming. I'm proud to say that I'm a gamer, but you know what? I like going hiking with my family. I like going to the movies with friends. I like going outside and golfing. I like barbecuing and making food on the grill and on the smoker. I like creating content. Uh, Spending so much time... Uh, with one form of entertainment and then providing that same entertainment opportunity at school, I think can get to a to a point where it's possible to have too much of a fun thing or too much of a good thing. You know, there's other clubs and activities at schools that provide opportunities that you wouldn't find in the exact same setting sitting at home on the couch or in front of your computer. Um, it's, it's just, I feel very strongly about that. You know, I, it's important to find things you're interested in at school, but then if it, if you're doing the same thing there that you're going to just be doing at home, then, then it doesn't become that special to you and you can't bring your outside like expertises to it, you know, or, or what, you know, you can't, you have these things where it's like, I can offer these experiences and and these outlooks on things. And if it's all the same activity, you're going to lose out on that. Um, a lot of parents have told me that their kids only play games because their child wants to be a game designer. And that's kind of shocking to me because a lot of the times those people will not take a coding class. You know, they won't take a digital media class. They won't take a graphic design class. My suggestion is maybe instead of to have a gaming club is to have a game design club or a game creating club. A group of people working together to build something that they could enjoy playing and share with the world to play. You know, that that's creativity. That's problem solving, troubleshooting. And in the ultimate sense, it is teamwork. Uh, teamwork that would most accurately be represented in real-world situations. 
Jonathan Gillette is a coder uh, who's also known as Why the Lucky Stiff. And uh, he's given talks and and um, thoughts online regarding coding. And at one time, he was a very big advocate for getting young people to learn to code. And he has this quote that says, When you don't create things, you become defined by your tastes rather than ability. Your tastes only narrow and exclude people, so create. I love this quote. You know, it promotes the creator's mindset. And it's so true. It is so true. You know, there's last week I kind of gave a the um the example of like people who like to drink wine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, but if all you do is just consume different wines, you know, you just you just know what you like and what you don't like. Wouldn't it be cool to take the next step? Wouldn't it be cooler to take one step further and then to learn to make your own wine? You know, or instead of being a foodie, you know, and just trying all these things, wouldn't it be better to then take some courses to perfect those types of cooking and then to put your own spin on it? I think um, that going back to finding those hobbies outside of gaming, if you're interested in game design, uh, these outside hobbies become experiences that can make you even more marketable in the gaming industry. It's like, for example, if you if you like playing basketball video games, would you rather a basketball video game be made by someone who's only played NBA 2K all their life? Or would you rather play a basketball game uh, where there was people in the on the team who actually played the game of basketball before. Or maybe they were a coach. Maybe they were a high school coach or a college coach. Or maybe they were a scout, a talent scout, or a front office worker for a basketball team. You know, that would provide experiences where they're going to say, you know what, this is what actually happens, and it would give a more authentic experience for the gamers. In Red Dead Redemption 2, I make many references to that game throughout these podcasts because it's one of my favorite games. They had like biologists who worked that gave advice on how animals should behave. You know, they they had a whole like geology of of the whole land where it's at and and the way that storms move in the game. That wasn't all from just people who only played Red Dead Redemption 1 forever. People with a bunch of knowledge and backgrounds coming together and each providing their own expertise to make something amazing. I think if people participated in a game design club, they would soon find out that it's more rewarding to make a game than playing one. You know, it becomes the game inside of the game. The game becomes making the game itself. I think schools should provide opportunities for kids to try new things, gain skills, and even get people out of their comfort zone a little bit. I definitely could have been more involved when I was in school when I was younger. I, If I knew then what I know now, right, 
um, I, I should have done, been more involved with more activities. I do, I, I do regret that. Uh, get involved in some of those activities or start a club where you make something. Uh, after your practice of that club or organization, then you can get your teammates together for a little Mario, uh, Mario Kart or Smash Brothers tournament if you want. Uh, there's some students at school, it's a school I teach where they recently just started a Dungeon and Dragons club. And, you know, there will be some students that will kind of tease it and poke fun at it. But when I was walking by the library when I was leaving on, on the day of their first meeting, it was, it was packed. There were tables full of kids, and, and it was cool to see. I almost would rather prefer that to a regular gaming club because then they're interacting with each other face-to-face, uh, laughing, conversations, you know, instead of just having their faces buried in a screen. So that's kind of what I think about that. Obviously... If my school or an organization I was at ended up having a gaming club, even though I said I, that I wouldn't want to have anything to do with it, um, I obviously wouldn't protest it. I would welcome it and support it, just as I do with all of our school's activities. It's important to have pride in your school and to support all those activities because there are gonna, it is going to get some good use. You know, there are going to be kids who, who get good things out of it. But I would not be able to be a sponsor with a clear conscience, um, just knowing that there's some things kind of philosophically that I don't really agree with. Because I think if we took some time and thought of something better, we could create something better uh, that could be that could be even more rewarding to uh, students who are looking for that gaming outlet. Again, just my thoughts, and I am curious to hear all of yours. I'm sure that some of the things I said will probably rub some people the wrong way, and that's fine. You don't have to agree with everything I say. I don't agree with everything that everyone else says. And, you know, that's that's the beauty of it all. Discussion and dialogue and and just putting thoughts out there to, to chew on. Uh, find my post related to this on Twitter and sound off on why you agree or why you disagree, and I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to engaging with you all over this topic as well. And remember, next week, talking about online gaming, and it's got some personal uh, importance to me as I've actually made some lifelong friends for ten plus years ago uh, through one online game and i'm excited to share some experiences with that thanks again so much for listening and i hope you all have an awesome week thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard for other content you can follow me on twitter at code peterson 